BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, everyone, Tom Brady brought in scoring touchdowns early and often last night. Gronk with two, Antonio Brown with a one-yard touchdown. By the way, that one-yard touchdown reception, uh, very popular bet among uh, the pros every year. Will there be a touchdown under one and a half yards. There was, because that was a one-yard touchdown pass. And Fournette also got into the end zone on a long run there. This is BetQL Daily, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on the Radio.com app. The Bet 1430 in Denver. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily. So, Ross, let's take a look at the Super Bowl results uh, since Super Bowl 50. Now, Super Bowl 50 was when the Broncos and Von Miller dominated Cam Newton and the Panthers. Then we had a couple of high-scoring affairs. You had the Patriots with the big comeback against the Falcons, 34-28. to Of course, the Eagles, Nick Foles, the MVP, take out New England, 41-33. to Then a low-scoring affair. Everything goes under in Super Bowl that was 53 when the Patriots beat the Rams 13-3. to Last year? You know, 50-plus scored. Uh, the Chiefs' offense didn't show up until the fourth quarter. They beat the Niners 31-20. to And yesterday, Kansas City held to zero touchdowns in the game. I ask you, Ross Tucker, talk about offenses. How you, how you need a great quarterback play to get there in the end. Can we still say that defense wins championships? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think... I think it certainly helps a lot if your defense is playing well, especially late in the season and in the playoffs. There's no doubt. But I don't know. I mean, you think about this, like the biggest play of the whole season, I think you could argue, Joe, was the Jared Cook fumble. Mm. Antoine Winfield punching the ball out from Jared Cook. The, The Saints were up. By a touchdown, they were going in for a second score. Yeah. It is absolutely unbelievable. So that's a defensive play right there. Um, I think it's important that your defense is playing well late in the season. But I think it's still more important that your offense is. It just is. I mean, look at the teams that are getting there in recent years. Uh, You can do it both ways. But to your point, you need to have a great offense. Like, look, just look at the 10 years and look at the final four and how many of them are top five, top six offenses. You need the great offense to get all the wins in the regular season, to get there in the end. Your quarterback needs to make a, a big play or two for you to win a Super Bowl. It, it has to happen. But maybe you can still do it both ways. Maybe you can. But, I, of course, you want the great quarterback play. You want the great offense. I will say, in these Super Bowls, we've seen some superb play on defense, and that's that that has won it in the end. And like, like we mentioned earlier, Tampa, the most balanced team all year, and then uh, it worked to their advantage as far as winning the title yesterday. So I, I ask you that because I wonder if um, when we're searching for the 2021 NFL champion, if people are going to look at some of the really good defenses and say, okay, maybe they have a chance. All they need is a quarterback. 
because we just saw what, what they did with Tom Brady last year, number six defensive DVOA, Tampa Bay. They were below 500 with a seven and nine record, but they had the sixth best defensive DVOA. And then the offense all changed when you bring in Tom Brady and uh, all the new players. Well, and the thing is, is bringing in Tom Brady helped them bring in some of the new players, which I find interesting, Joe, because mm -hmm. my question as far as that concerned is there are these reports of guys texting Matthew Stafford. They want to come to the Rams. I don't know how the Rams will do it financially, but there are guys that are saying, I want to come out there. I want to play with you guys. So you wonder, can he get Marvin Jones out there? You know, can he? I don't think they're going to go Kenny Galladay. I think Galladay will get too much money from somebody else, and they're already paying Robert Woods and Cooper Cup a lot. But I do think the potential is there for them to get um, a lot of a, a bunch of more guys in LA to try to go on this run. I mean, the franchise is clearly going for this thing over the next two or three years. Uh, right now at points bet, the Chiefs are the favorite to win the next Super Bowl. They are six to one. Packers second favorite at nine to one, and then third, it's uh, <laughs> it's a log jam here. We've got the Ravens, Bills, and Bucks all twelve to one. Then the Rams are the sixth team to come in at fourteen to one. Forty ers fifteen to one. Saints sixteen to one. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, Seahawks twenty, Browns twenty two, Cowboys twenty five. Do you like this order, Ross? Do you think the Chiefs should be the favorite and then second slot Packers? And then, you know, then we're going to list off like 10 other teams. I think the Bucks should be higher. I, so like what the ones I like out of this, Joe? Should the Bucks replace the Packers? They should be at least even with the Packers. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the Packers just hired Joe Barry as their D coordinator? Have you seen Joe Barry's defensive rankings every time he's been a coordinator? It's like 32, 31, 31, and 32. Huh. You're going to move on from Mike Pettin, where at the end of the season they gave up 16, 14, 16, 16, and you're going to bring in a guy that's 32nd typically? I don't know, Joe. I, I am surprised. That you, they wanted Jimmy Leonard, my former teammate in Buffalo from yeah, University yeah. of Wisconsin. But here's the thing. Guess who Leonard is tight with? Mike Pettin. Guess who loved Mike Pettin and made – or guess who Mike Pettin loved and made like the captain and run the show with the Jets? Jim Leonard. Right. So Pettin probably said to him, listen, I'm just telling you, here's how it goes. Like – Here's what you got. Like, you're not going to be able to go over there. Leonard's got such a good thing going with Wisconsin. He loves it there. His family. He's highly – like, he got offered – evidently, I didn't realize this. He got offered the Illinois job that mm. Bielema got. Jim I didn't Leonard, realize that. That was yeah, not public I saw, knowledge. I saw their, okay. I, well, it just came out. It was part of the report that Leonard turned down Illinois and he turned down um, – and he turned down – the Packers, D.C. Look, he makes over like probably about a million bucks a year. He loves it. Made a bunch of money as a player. Loves Madison. Like not everybody looks at it that way, you know? Yeah. And he, he's a hero there forever. And he's probably well aware. Okay, come in. Turn it around right now or you're out. That's, 
Petten, I'm, I'm sure he may have told him here. Here's the deal here. Uh, Chiefs Packers pack. Would I put the Bucks? You know, after what we saw last night, maybe part of it depends on free agency and if they can bring all these guys back. But and I know that there's you're risking some recency bias here. But Tom Brady doesn't look like he's close to being done. And they have a strong defense. I don't think they're going to fall off that much. It appears like Todd Bowles is going to be returning. And don't forget how well that Bucks offensive line played all season. And, you know, if they do lose Godwin, there's going to be a lot of guys that Brady's going to be able to recruit to come play in Florida with him. Correct. Uh, I think it's I think it's a really good point, Joe. Look, here, here's what I would say, looking at this list, all right? I think the Bucks should be 901 with the Packers. At worst, at worst, I would put some money down on the Bucks right now. I'm a little surprised the Niners are 15 to 1. They, they must be thinking that they're going to get a quarterback that's better than Garoppolo. Who is that, by the way, though? Who who is the quarterback that's available that's better than Garoppolo right now? Other um, than Deshaun Watson, who's not even available. Well, I, I think the real question is. Which quarterback do they think is better than Garoppolo, who would be a better fit for that offense? Well, Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins, but I don't think it's yeah. happening. I yeah. don't think they're getting it. So I think the Niners are too high. I think the Saints are too high. I kind of think the Seahawks too are too high. Guess who I like, Joe? You're probably going to be able to guess. Uh, what what range are we in? Are we talking 20s or very high? 20s. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You're – Man, there's some enticing options because if the Colts get a quarterback, if the Dolphins get a different quarterback, I could see you liking that. But I'll say you'll go with the Browns. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> awesome O-line. Very good D-line. Year two for Baker Mayfield in Kevin Stefanski's system. They got a playoff berth and win under their belt. They almost beat the Chiefs. They tasted it. They know how close they can be. They've got resources to invest at linebacker and in the secondary. Uh, they might even bring Odell Beckham Jr. back and add that to him. Maybe they. I, I'm just telling you, my favorite bet on the board right now would either be Bucks at twelve to one or the Cleveland Browns at twenty-two to one. I just heard Baker Mayfield MVP. Did you guys hear that? Year two in the offense, maybe Ooh. give him more weapons. I just heard that. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, doesn't it? I'm yep. telling you, that's the one. Steelers at 30 to one is interesting to me. The Steelers at 30 to one, that's pretty low for them. Like they got the same odds as the Patriots. All right. So I know which... the Steelers have some Steelers have some financial challenges, I know. So if if we move down the board a little bit, everyone's going to be looking for the Bucks. They get jealous and they say, oh, it's 50 and 60 to one tickets cashing, uh, 25, 30 to one tickets for the conference. Uh, people want a piece of that. Okay, it can happen in the NFL. Let me let me get my team. So let's look down the board a little bit, like in the range of where the Bucks were a year ago. Do any of these offenses, let's go past the Steelers. So a number larger than 30 to one, when you get past Pittsburgh, we're talking Arizona, Chicago, Philly, Vegas, Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Washington, New York Giants, Cincinnati. Uh, those are the type of teams. Can any of them have such an explosive offense that they finish top 10 in the league and then the defense is good enough? There's one team 
that I do like. And it, it would be complete speculation. Complete speculation, Ross. Um, Washington football team is 60 to 1. I don't know what they'd have to give up in a trade. We know that they've been aggressive going after a quarterback so far. They were involved in the Stafford conversations. If the football team gets a quarterback, watch out. I think it's a good one, Joe. Um, but I'll, I'll just say this. I'm not a huge fan of their coach, and okay. I've pointed that out. But 45-1 to 1 for the Arizona Cardinals, okay, they could very easily have a top 10 offense, and then they get Chandler Jones back on defense, which is significant. They didn't have any pass rush. And the guy led the NFL in sacks the last few years. So I think Arizona at 45 to one's intriguing. We need to talk about this, Joe. Mm. And I know you, you know, your thoughts on the Bears potentially getting Carson Wentz. <laughs> we might need more time to clear clear out for this one. I I sent you that rumor on Friday after the show. I, I know the guy that reported that and people were ripping on him. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then Saturday, like Schefter's like, yeah, this is happening soon. Like, whoa. Who is the guy that reported it? Uh, Brandon Robinson. He He's a college coach, uh, a guy that I've gotten to know a little bit over the last couple of years. And he's got some connections in coaching circles. I don't think he'd mind me saying that. Uh, and he's, so he's had some nuggets here or there over the years. Don't know which side, if we're talking about Chicago or Philadelphia. But, um, yeah, it, it sounds like it's happening. Like, he's the next domino to fall, Carson Wentz. Uh, like I've said to you in the past, here's the thing. For everyone laughing at the Bears, saying, oh, look, look what are they going to do? G give up a ton of money. They were put on notice. They need to be better than 8-8, eight and eight, the head coach and the general manager. They are tied together. If they give up the 2022 first-round pick, that could set the organization back another five years. That could be a top five pick. And that would be a miraculous get for Philadelphia for Carson Wentz. And, and according to all the reports, it sounds like they don't want him near that locker room. If those reports are true, the way he's been acting, uh, especially over the last year or so. Here's However, the thing, though. If, yeah, if you're the Bears, I was just going to say, if you're the Bears, why do you care about that 2022 pick? Because if Wentz sucks, the Bears are going to be terrible, and they're going to fire Pace and Nagy. You know, it, 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 it would be a big, bold move, but I could see him doing it. Because if you think about the quarterbacks like Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, the guys they might be able to get, Carson Wentz has shown he can play at an MVP level. Mm -hmm. So this would be Matt Nagy being like, I can do it. Like, that's swinging for the fences. It's either going to be a home run or a strikeout. He's either going to play awesome or play terrible. I can respect swinging for the home run because I didn't like the approach last year. If you're going to go for it, go for it. I can at least respect that. From prop or flop to nickel or dime, we're going to help you cash your bets. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Uh, Ross, I'm chuckling because uh, the producers are going at it in the chat. They're very upset with each other. They blame each other for stuff. And no mirrors. No mirrors anywhere. That's how I see. I see how it goes. I uh, mean, no mirrors. Like sometimes, like my 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 fault. It's mine. My, my nobody. Fault. Yeah. Well, that's their generation. 
<laughs> their generation is a it's not my fault make an excuse pass the buck it's very disappointing and it's not good not 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 real not not something you feel good about for our society moving forward <laughs> jason weingarten brought up the chargers and i understand where he's coming from um the defense is going to be a lot better Sometimes you get the the bump from the new head coach. We'll see how it goes uh, with Herbert and the the offensive system they're going to have there. He at thirty to one, the Chargers are available to win the Super Bowl. If you were to make a bet, would you prefer the Niners at fifteen to one or the Chargers at double? I'm a little surprised. They're, you get double uh, from uh, the LA Chargers compared to San Francisco. I kind of like the Chargers a little bit. Yeah, I think that they could get. Remember what we talked about about the huge bump, Joe, from Freddie Kitchens to Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. the huge jump. I don't know much about this Brandon Staley guy, but Anthony Lynn cost the Chargers a bunch of games late in games. I mean, he just did. He cost them a bunch of games. I think that they have a real shot, a real shot to be able to be much better. Super Bowl is a little bit of a stretch, obviously, for the Super Bowl future. But Brandon Staley is – I'm already in on him. They they don't have Coach of the Year stuff out, right? No, it's way too early, yeah. Because I feel like Brandon Staley is going to be one I'm going to be looking at. I can tell you that much right now. 100%. I hope he gets some decent odds. If you can find him around maybe 20, because we know the trend – and how it usually works with the with the voting process here. But yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so of the big numbers, I mentioned Washington earlier. And this is just speculation. It'd be like, can you get Deshaun Watson? If Watson goes to Carolina, Washington, or Denver, you think any of those teams have a chance to make a run? I'm not going to say Super Bowl. I'll say win the division and be a top two or three seed in their conference. Say the teams again. Carolina, Washington, Denver. If you get Washington Washington. for sure. Washington for sure. Uh, Denver and Carolina. Doubtful. I'd say maybe, but doubtful. All three of those teams, 60 to one the morning after the Super Bowl. Uh, this from John Ewing on Twitter. It's an amazing stat. If you bet $100 on Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl preseason every year since 2001, you'd, you would have returned a profit of $9,650. Bet on Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl every year right before the season starts, and you're profiting nearly 10K. It's, it's, it's really (laughs) the numbers for him are just silly at this point, Joe. I was thinking about this too. Like people still on Twitter, Joe at Ross Tucker NFL at Joe 0670 at bet daily. People still will make excuses for him. Like last night it was the refs. It was the stacked roster. Yeah. It was the great defense. Like, dude, Come on. And and all those things are true. But he clearly elevates the people around him. Clearly. And at some point, you have to just acknowledge the greatness and embrace it and enjoy it. 
rather than always trying to fight it and say, I mean, the sample size is just so immense, Joe. It's so far out of whack. I mean, let me ask you this as a Chicago guy, because mm-hmm. I think this is an important conversation. Brady or Michael Jordan? So, it, it, as what? The, if I'm saying the GOAT, what's the first thing I'm going to say? The, the, the team sports GOAT, at least since we've been alive. Yeah, I mean, I got to see Jordan up close and personal. Um, you have to wonder, if he never retired the first time, do they win eight straight? It's something we will but never he did. know. But he but did. But he did. I would, I would say Brady, and the first argument I'll get is that, oh, but 6-0, and oh, but 6-0. and oh, I hate it when people bring that up, and I'm a Chicago guy. Jordan was my guy. He made my childhood as a sports fan great. And it, those memories will never be taken away from me. I hate it, Ross, that people ding LeBron James, that they ding Tom Brady for making it to more title games and losing. Well, let's be honest, okay? Those people are not very bright. And if you're listening and you're one of those people, I'm sorry, I hate to tell you this, you're just not very smart. There is no logic there. So what you're suggesting is it's better to lose earlier in the playoffs. It's better that Michael Jordan wasn't able to get past the Pistons those couple years. It's like there's no logic there. I would also say I think this year puts Brady over the top. Because not only is it he's got seven and Jordan has six, Joe, but he did it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He did it with a different group of guys. Jordan always had Scottie Pippen. If you think about it, Brady did it with Vrabel, Brewski, Willie McGinnis. Then Brady did it with Gronk, Edelman, you know, that group. Now he goes down to Tampa and does it with them. It's just, He really done it with three groups, whereas Jordan more or less did it with this. Now, you know, you sub out uh, Horace Grant for Dennis Rodman or whatever, but he more or less did it with the same. It was Phil Jackson, it was Pippen, and it was uh, Jordan. Yes, yes. And the other part on the Brady thing is he did it in a season in which the Patriots were a mess, were a mess. That was a big part of it. And then the Bills run away with the division. Uh, we got to talk about this one stuff that came out over the weekend. It sounds like it's going to happen soon and that the Bears and Colts are involved. I, I don't know how desperate Indianapolis is, but hey, you have the Frank Wright connection there. You have the John Filippo connection in Chicago. He's the quarterback's coach when, and he was with Wentz when uh, he was at his best there in Philadelphia. W- were we wrong? And actually, I'll just uh, point a thumb at me because I thought the offseason moves that the Eagles were making sent a lot of signals that they were going to try and make it work with Wentz. Uh, were we off base there or it maybe the Eagles, if it happens, it's just an offer they can't refuse? Well, we won't know until we see the compensation. What we do know is that I, I don't know. I mean, I can't wait to see what it is. Um, I think it says a lot about a lot that Filippo and Reich won him. 
as much as they do. Mm -hmm. The two guys that worked with him in 2017 when he was the MVP of the NFL till he got hurt, that I think is very telling that those are the two guys that won him for sure. Um, but think about it this way. Most people believe, Joe, that the Rams had to give up extra to get Stafford in order to get rid of that Jared Goff contract. That's what most people think. And now it appears that the Eagles might get almost a Stafford deal or they might get a lot of value for, for Wentz when he was significantly worse than Goff this year. Their contracts are about the same. And he was significantly worse than Goff this year. I think he's going to go to the Bears. <laughs> I think he's going to go to the Bears. I'll tell you why. Because they are desperate. The Colts are not desperate. The Colts GM is measured and good. He wants Wentz, but he's not gonna go, he's not gonna go crazy over it. He's not gonna overpay. The Bears specialize in overpaying for quarterbacks. They've done it for Mike Glennon, for Mitch Trubisky, for Nick Foles. This will be four for four, where your boy, your buddy, you hang out <laughs> with him all the time, Joe, Ryan Pace, where Ryan Pace overpays. For a quarterback, that's what's going to happen here because, in fairness to Ryan Pace, this time he's desperate. He is desperate, and the Colts are not. I, I've been saying this on Twitter over the weekend. I say it on the air on the score. If you're a Bears fan and you're mad they get Wentz, you're upset with the compensation, don't be mad at Pace and Nagy. Don't be mad at the head coach and the general manager. Be mad at the chairman and the team president, George McCaskey and Ted Phillips. They put them on notice publicly. They know there is no plan at the quarterback position, and we're going to have movement, and they're going to be the sucker at the poker table because they have to overpay. What do they care about what they're giving up in 2022? There's no guarantee that they're going to be here. I find it fascinating that if they do make the move, Ross, for Wentz, it's the big swing that we alluded to earlier, which I can respect at least because the approach a year ago was we, ha we have an elite defense. Okay, let's get Foles. We have a lot of Foles information. We think we can get him to play at an average level, you know, quarterback 15 to 20, somewhere in there. The Wentz is a low floor, but an extremely high seeing ceiling according to the coaches. So at least I can respect it from that uh, standpoint. I agree. Um, I, I think I think you nailed it, Joe. I think, look, if they're going to go down, they're going to go down swinging with a guy that can actually compete against Aaron Rodgers and has beaten him and can play at a high level. I look, it's either going to go awesome or terrible. They can't <laughs> give up this year's first round pick though because it could go terrible. That's the yeah. problem. Or next year's first round pick. They got to give them this year's, but they're not going to give them this year's because they want to use this year to get a good player. Yeah, you, you need some help on the offensive line. You need to protect your quarterback. Number 20 overall, number 20th pick. Uh, they're going to give up one of these ones. It sounds like they're going to have to. I know Philly's looking for two ones. I think they're going to end up giving one of these uh, ones.